Good evening and welcome to the Laughing Monkey Music Show. Today we have uh, Jeff from the Steep Water Band. How are you doing tonight, man? Doing all right. How about yourself? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You have a new album I want to talk about and talk about the band and some of the stuff you've been doing. And actually, not that long ago, you did some solo stuff too. Like, uh, we could actually probably jump in there if you don't mind. You're a little, you like an acoustic y solo album? I did. I did a, a solo acoustic record called From the Highway to the Show. Um, yeah, it's something I've, I've been wanting to do for years because I do solo acoustic shows and never like had a recording to represent that and finally got around to doing it. Just the timing was right. Did a few cover tunes that I like and, and some Steepwater songs that I threw on there because, you know, a lot of Steepwater songs are written on acoustic to begin with. And I thought it'd be cool to kind of show that. Um, I might do more, too, because I, I do a ton of songs on acoustic. It was really hard to narrow it down. But uh, yeah, I'm glad I did that. It's, 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 a, it's a cool thing. It's very stripped down. I went to a studio, used several different acoustic guitars and mics and, and still had it mixed, but it is just me and an acoustic guitar. Yeah. I've heard a bunch of it. It sounds really good. I really enjoy it. I think you should just keep doing them. I mean, yeah, I have leftover material too. So <laughs> or we can just write more too, right? Just keep writing. That's what you do. You're, you're an artist, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so you being the guitar player and singer and obviously are a core songwriter of the band because of that. So a lot of it, it overlaps. A lot of your songwriting, you do it on acoustic, mostly you're saying? That's kind of like a lead-in, really. It's, um, it, well, the whole band writes. I, uh, it, it really depends. I'd say a, a good chunk of it is written on acoustic guitar because I'm writing it mm -hmm. at home. So there's a lot of songs where, uh, I mean, usually the lyrics and the melody are up to me, but the music could come from the band or, or somebody yeah. else in the band. Uh, but yeah, a lot of it will be me writing on acoustic. And sometimes I'll bring a whole song to the band, lyrics, arrangement, melody, and they'll just be like, that's, that's perfect. Just leave it. Other times it might be something they wrote and it's up to me to put the lyrics and the melody on it. Um, I never really, I'm not big on, on telling what the other guys, what to play though. Everybody usually except for maybe a baseline here and there I might've come up mm -hmm. with once in a while, everybody usually comes up with their own thing and puts it on there. And that's why we share all the music credits. Which is also good to keep a band together. You guys really haven't had many lineup changes either. compared to what most Pretty minimal, do. pretty minimal. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You've had a couple casualties. I mean, you know, uh, you got a new bass player recently. We did. Joe Bishop is now our bass player. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Todd, you probably had to get rid of him because he only spelled his name with one D, not two. You couldn't trust somebody with one D in their name. Oh, no, you could trust. <laughs> no, <Nah, laughs> I'm joking with you. Todd with a one D. I'm like, what? Who does that? Yeah. Uh, it's like, like Keith Richard. Right. Exactly. Richard. Um, Todd, 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 oh, Todd, that's awesome. Todd's awesome. I'm just busted. He was great. Yeah. Yeah. We're still great friends with um, Todd. Too. And I'm only being silly with the letter. I know. Yeah. <laughs> All good. <laughs> All good. Yeah. We run into Todd quite a bit because he's, he ended up playing with Davey Knowles. Um, oh. He's in Dave, and we play shows with Davey pretty often yeah and we're on the same booking agency and we end up at the same festivals and the same club so it's all good you know it's all everything yeah good. but yeah joe bishop's worked out great we've had a few we've had a false start though because we were just getting rolling with joe and, and then the pandemic hit so now we're getting rolling again with joe so <laughs> you guys just did that rehearsal thing too that live rehearsal that was pretty cool yeah did. that that was like only the second time we had gotten together in about 14 months we pretty much really? shut yeah, we shut everything down. We weren't big on playing during the pandemic. Um, 
so yeah, it felt really good to get back together and jam again. What have you guys been doing all that time? Like, just go up into the mountains and playing guitar with a bunch of grizzly bears? Really? Like, we've yeah. been doing to kind of keep <laughs> your chops well, up. I mean, sound pretty good. We're not playing that much. Yeah, I know. It was, it was like riding a bike once you got in the room. That's because everybody played on their own. I know our drummer plays at home. Everybody plays at home. Joe, our bass player, he was still doing some small gigs. You know, uh, I was playing guitar every day, singing, every, you know, singing a few times a week, writing songs. So it's not it's not like we just put the guitars out for a year. I mean, we still play. We just hadn't I'm played. As a band, you guys sounded pretty tight, though. That was well, thank you. Time yeah. that I saw it, and I was like, "Wow." Yeah, you I know? think everybody was ready to get back to it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we weren't we weren't really inter that interested in trying to get together and do the virtual thing. And and I mean, because we don't live that near each other, it's a lot of hoop jumping and through a pandemic and putting masks on and finding a location and getting somebody to film it. We just decided to, to shut it down, go ahead and release our album. Our album was done because we'd already taken pre-orders for the album. So we put yep. the album out. But yeah, we did we just shut the whole thing down and now we're back at it again full force. So yeah. Well, there's still really no wrong model for what happened. I mean, I know there's a some band out in Russia I spoke to. They literally had a practice in a secret location because the lockdown was so crazy at one point for them before their yeah. live stream. I'm like, can you imagine that? Like KJB coming out hunting you down because you're not supposed <laughs> to be jamming. That's some serious stuff. I'm like, I'm like, can you be saying this out loud if this was a secret location? Yeah, I don't first, know. First rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about a Fight Club. <laughs> you know? well, we started in 98. 98, so cool. All right, well, trying to Over do some COVID years, math yeah. there. So, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. 98, I'm sorry, backwards. Yeah. But yeah. so you guys have really been pounding. So actually, the break might be good, kind of like when you put your guitar down. You give it a break for a little bit and you go back and you're like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. The break yeah kind of, I uh, mean, we, we made the best of it. The, the thing is we had already taken a break. Oh, <laughs> when, we, break. when Todd, you know, when Todd was kind right. of leaving the band, there was mm -hmm. there was almost a year break there. And then we were getting rolling again. And then this break wasn't planned. But, man, we made the best of it. And we knew we weren't going to break up. I mean, if, you're, if your band's going to break up because you took a year off, I mean, if your band's right. got any quality, quality to it not to sign you know uh, to me you could take a year off and the people that like it are still going to like it and you're going to be able to go back playing i, I wasn't right. in panic mode where like i gotta film myself every day playing guitar online i mean it's cool i did a little bit of that and i understand and people got to make a living but a lot of people around where i live continued to play gigs and that's fine but a lot of people were getting sick too a lot of people yeah. around me that's yeah. why we were just like man we're we're out so I'm accent. like, yeah, I, I don't talk to anything. In fact, I've let my kids hug me since last December. They came, yeah. they got contact with me. I don't want to get sick. Don't look at me. Look yeah. away. Look away. Look at the ground. I don't want to I mean, get it sick. It was real. Yeah. I mean, I knew like 40 people that had it at one point. And I'm like, yeah, I think I'm just going to stay home. <laughs> I know people that, that, that their parents were dying in the very beginning. They were losing their parents and they're doing yeah. a drive through funeral thing and they couldn't say goodbye. I'm like, I'm masking on whatever it takes because I don't want, you know. Yeah. But it's opening with the very it's coming again i hope you guys have <laughs> get a lot of gigs in real quick in case something i mean happens i'm vaccinated you, you can carry it when you're vaccinated but supposedly you won't get the, the the bad symptoms but i mean we're still careful but we're vaccinated we have to be you know? no i'm we saying can't. places might close down again if it was oh right yeah i know again. i mean they're having Lollapalooza here in chicago and and it's on an uptick in chicago so it's really that's yeah, strange so that's gonna happen yeah, there's a really just no no thing. I mean, you, and as a band, you guys have been together, obviously for, for so long, and you put out a steady flow of albums, all consistent. You know, very strong material. You guys are a family. You're not going anywhere. So yeah, you, you guys are locked down as a band. But yeah. songwriting, it really hasn't had a huge. I mean, the songs 
obviously songs are, I think are getting better. You know, I think there's a different groove to them. But they're getting mm -hmm. thicker as you're writing them. Um, I really, after your second album, maybe like the Revolution Sunday, you really started hitting a really good groove where you were just, you know, I just think, you know, it was the production with the song where everything was just like knock it out of the park and it's been consistent. The other two were good, but some of the songwriting around that one, it just really, for me, started really touching me in a different um, way. On Revolution Sunday? Yeah. Yeah, that's where I think where your songwriting started to really kind of like, the first two are really good albums. I still listen to them. Revolution Sunday is where it really started to make a difference for me. Well, Re uh, you know, Revelation, for some reason. Revelation Sunday was like we had just lost Mike Conley. We were four, we were a three-piece band. Then Mike Conley had joined and we were a four-piece band. Yeah. And I think he left pretty abruptly. And we were all we just went down back to the rehearsal space and realized that we could do a, a three-piece thing. And I had a bunch of songs that were on the back burner. And I think we were just fired up at that time trying to You know what I'm saying? No, it just feels, it doesn't feel like it's, it's not like night and day, like different people. It's just, it just feels like it's just, to me, it's different. Like it's a new, new platform for guys, a new, you know. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, That's we were going back to being a trio and I think we were trying to, to prove that we could still be a band it without that fourth member. And there was yeah. a certain energy there that, I mean, we still play some of those songs live, but there's mm -hmm. definitely a certain energy. And we were, and, and Joe's, Joe's brother at the time, was getting into recording and he offered to record it and he was learning how to record and we were we were learning some things that, you know from prior studios yeah. and we went in there and we just played you know and and you know all these years later jim did our newest record too so but. yeah that the production is awesome and that's the other thing like, so with the production and everything the first two like you guys were like power walking and then you like get your stride you know start getting your really your groove going um yeah because then grace and grace and melody and then cloud and then shake your faith is another outrageous like the, the song in that album too is so good because so many turns in the song so many layers in that song in the songwriting in there uh-huh like was it the keyboard the organ in it i mean there's some really good stuff in there that was just that you weren't expecting in, in the album you know i mean the melodies the lyrics that's mm -hmm. probably one of my personal favorites yeah um as far as songwriting goes but the new one turn of the will that is a good album too yeah i've been well, listening to a lot lately it, it's it's um, appreciate yes. break yes that's awesome I'm I'm that part. yeah with the way it breaks down and switches that i wish you I mean i was like oh don't stop keep going yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that melody is so great it's like it feels like that should appear somewhere else into another song somewhere else gotcha yeah like a sequel somewhere yeah there's some wild things in. there's some wild things going on shake your faith um we wrote all those songs really quick oh. and um a guy named Jim Wirt produced that record who happened to be a, a great keyboard player. So he added some, that record really doesn't sound like any of our other records. Cause he's like, I don't want to do the typical Hammond B3 Fender Rhodes. I got this weird seventies Yamaha keyboard. And he, he, and it was kind of, I don't know. I don't know if it's something we would do again, but for the time and for those songs, it was really an experiment for us. And some of those songs well, sounded pretty trippy. It was good. But even like you saying, like your melody worked with the keyboards that da, 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 you had this like certain vocal line, mm -hmm. the melody that you, you work perfectly as like, I felt like it was like almost not carnival, but it's really, really great. Yeah, like a seventies carnival woodwalk feel. And you, and you had just like really grooving your lyrics and your, and your vocals when you were singing with it. And it was just, I had never heard that before. And I was like, that's really cool. But you guys also don't shy away. You do throw in cover songs and you play live too. And you're really just fun ones, you know? Yeah, we just, to play out. Um, it's just stuff we feel like playing. Uh, I don't know the rhyme or reason as to how we pick our covers. It's just uh, 
sometimes we'll be uh, riding in the van and somebody will hear a tune or be playing a tune and be like, this sounds like something we would do and we would just do it, you know? Um, yeah, we, we, I mean, we know a lot of Neil Young songs and Rolling Stones and Bob Dylan and, and, a, and a lot of blues tunes. And we just try to steep waterize them a little bit and just throw them in the set and they're, it's cool, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, it's great. You, you like, I, I can't tell you, I just was um, doing Boom Boom and um, a Zeppelin soon. Oh, how many more times? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that just happened one night when we were doing Boom Boom. And then we, and now every time we do Boom Boom, it's in there. You know, I mean, that's just stuff kind of mutates like that. Yeah. I think one night well, I just went into the rip. It's fun you do obviously you guys do really long sets and you play a long night so to mix it up it's kind of fun for you guys i mean you have enough material to do like three nights of the film at this point or just original because you have so many albums out that you don't even need to do cover songs so it's fun yeah. to still throw them in and and you know have fun with them yeah exactly and we do change the setup every night just for our own interests and you have a lot you know you have some of the same people that travel and see the band sometimes and they get a different show and I mean, there's always like those core four or five tunes we'll probably play every night but around those songs we'll switch switch up yeah. the set you know how do you do that how do you decide what you're going to do like who's going to pick what the night our, our drummer has just has taken it upon himself to write sets every night and that's fine because i really it's, don't usually, it's usually the drummer i keep hearing that it's usually the drummer <laughs> for some reason i don't know what it is he just started doing it and i mean he does you know he doesn't go this is what we're playing i mean we discuss it but He's gotten really good at it, and I I enjoy playing just about all our songs. So right. I, I don't, you know, and I'm glad he likes doing it because I got enough things to do at a gig. Where I don't really feel it's like you know I'd, I'd rather just call the songs out, but um, if if it's going to be put in my lap, but we have a lot of different guitar tunings, and and you know I, I don't like to do this the play a song in the same key five times in a row, and he knows all that. And he, he's pretty good at mixing it up and getting the flow. He's gotten really good at it. So it's kind of become his uh, his deal. I mean, once in a while, we'll have a, hey, well, let's do this one. I don't feel like doing that one kind of discussion. Well, it's going to be kind of fun, too, for you to be like, what am I doing tonight? Like, so, yeah, you already know the songs. It kind of mixes it up for you. Like, It, it kind of is, yeah. Not- like, he'll, he'll shoot me a text message like, what about this? And I'll be like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that tune. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> well, that's it, it, it works. It's working for you guys really good. Yeah. So, actually, let's – talk guitars i know you, you do gibsons and stuff let's talk about some of your favorite guitars what do you got for gear what do you, what do you use oh i use i mean both both eric and i use a lot of guitars um if i mean a desert island pick for me would be a les paul you know i've always been a les paul guy but i mean I use strats i have tellies i have dan electros um i just got a, a taya guitar i don't know if you're hip to those the guitar maker mm-hmm. taya um Kind of an eccentric looking guitar. You know, it's got like kind of embroidered thing going on the top. He's he. Um, oh, I just see that picture. That's a beautiful guitar. You posted a picture of that one. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Well, Eric's oh, been playing. Cool. Eric's been playing one for years. And Ty, I studied under Zemitis. I don't Tony Zemitis. You, know, I don't know if you're hip to Zemitis. Uh, Keith Richards and Ron Wood used to play him. So it's yeah. kind of that vibe, humbucker vibe. Really great sounding guitar. But Eric's the same way. He's got Telecasters. We got SGs. Um, so yeah, a lot of, a lot of, uh, I like to get a lot of different sounds. Plus I use different tunings on stage, you know? Well, that's kind of what it is. Cause when you hear you, you, you do have so many different sounds coming from you and from different guitars. So it's kind of trying yeah. to get an idea of your sound. Like 
is there a certain pedal or amps you use or i know you use them as fender and you you know uh, yeah um well eric primarily uses fenders and i've been using fender and orange I, um lately i've been using a tweed basement 410 basement mm -hmm. Uh, that I think somebody put together. I don't think it's a Fender. It's got an old transformer in it. And I've A-beat it with an original 59 and it's real close. So I've been using that. And then orange amps. I had a deal with orange amps and I, I like to use the little dual terror and prefer a smaller club. Pedals. I, I, I'm lucky to know some great pedal makers. My buddy Scott at BMF Effects has sent me a bunch of great pedals and, and pro analog devices. Um, uh, I, yeah. I mean, I have a bunch of different fuzz pedals. Dry. I'm always changing stuff up. Oh, really? So, yeah. Can't, can't put a pulse on you. Are you got about pickups? You got favorite pickup? Now, some people put a certain pickup in all their guitars. Are you just once again? Man, I'm all, I'm I'm all over the map. Like uh, you are like witness re, uh, witness protection of um of guitars, aren't you? No one can pin you down. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, the tie has got Lawler, Jason Lawler's in. And they sound amazing. I've never owned Lawlers, always wanted to. And he, he makes them specifically for tie guitars. Um, my other Les Paul, I have uh, Custom Buckers mm -hmm. by Gibson out of a Shank Les Paul. Yeah, a Shank Les Paul is uh, John Shank's the producer. Yep. He, uh, he owns a 60 Les Paul. And when they do those, Gibson takes old Les Pauls from, from people and they copy them where you can buy them. They're called like... Uh, like a editions, yep. but I have a, fi a 57 gold top reissue with a pair of shank pickups in it. So, nice. but, so it's the real woody open sounding pickups, vintage sounding pickups. Um, some of my guitars, I leave stock. I got a 64 SG special stock pickups. I have a firebird with T tops. I don't have in the same pickups in any two guitars. So I'm not really a stickler about I mean, which is interesting. Music. I mean, because you have so many good, good sounds too. There's not like a really bad. And I never really heard any kind of weird, like oh, I don't like that guitar sound. Yeah, I mean, they all serve their purpose. And when we're in the studio, we're using different amps and pedals. I mean, I got a Klon pedal that I bought new 18 years ago or something. That's that's my that's on my board. And uh, like I said, uh, Pro Analog Devices and BMF Effects, my two but are the most pedals that I yeah. I don't know if you're hip to those two pedal companies, but both great no, pedal makers. No, I'll check it. I will check them out. Um, I have some Daredevil pedals, my buddy John. I mean, I'll, yeah. I got a pile. I got a pile of pedals. It's always interesting to hear how somebody gets their sound and how somebody writes a song because it's always different. Well, one of them, and and speaking of all those pedals and all those guitars, I have my yeah. my favorite right now. Though is just I have a '54 Tweed. Fender Deluxe, just plug yeah. a guitar, just plug a Les Paul straight into that and turn it on. You're good to go. <laughs> as much as I love pedals. <laughs> well, that, that, that's the thing. A lot of people just try keeping like a very stripped down thing because they're like, when I get out and I tour a lot, you know, yeah, less stuff is better. And I can see that would be, you know, a hassle if you have a ton of guitars or they're well, old guitars. Yeah, usually I have at least four or five with me and I might hold on to one for, you know, six, seven song when we get into tunings. But I need... I mean, I could do a show with no pedals, but I want those sounds for the steep water stuff. You know, I want to have yeah. an Echoplex and I want to have a, a Leslie simulator and a fuzz for certain things here. I don't want to be dependent on them. You know, you got to have a good tone. You don't want to polish a turd. You know, you got to start out with a good tone, but they're cool to have when you need them. You know, might be a pedal sitting there that I hit one time the whole night, but it was right for that song. That one time you used it. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I wouldn't say you're, you're just 
you're covering it, it's, you are, you're adding, it adds to it because the truth is, and you have video that shows you guys have just done acoustic. I mean, you have a, uh, well, you guys do want to go along, there's one actually now you guys, it's just you guys, you and Eric are just playing guitar, like in the, um, the sky carts. You guys are just playing. Oh, in the gondola. <laughs> the gondola. That's yeah, the gondola session. The gondola session. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that was cool. That was an Aspen. That, that was a while. Yeah, that was. It was a while ago. Back. There's 13, I think, is a date on the um mm -hmm. on the video. But but the point is, you you can just take your guitar and play it. It's the song is so good. You know what I mean? Well, it's that's that's the cliche. Like if the song works on acoustic, in a gondola, you probably have a song. If you can't do it on acoustic, maybe the song right. isn't isn't quite as strong as you thought it was. Right. Hear a lot and of songwriters say that, you know. And that's why you can get away with doing all kinds of have fun with all different pedals because the songs you can just be done acoustically too. So it's not like it's like, oh, you know. Yeah, you, you sounds. Like I said, yeah, you polishing a turd. You can't do that. Right. <laughs> For lack of a better term, right? It's hilarious. You you so actually the other thing is you guys do a lot of um you've done like three live albums already. We have. We might be due for another one, though. Yeah, I, that's what I'm gonna say. It's about time. If you look, you almost have like a schedule now. If you look at your discography, the way it's broken down, like every two, three years you do an album, and you have like an EP, they do like a live one. It's almost like you're getting to a pattern of having it. It's yeah, been a while. Yeah, it's that might not live. be a, might not be a bad idea. I mean, we've had some clubs that have recorded us, and we've almost put them out. The recordings came out so good, we just we we just have not. But uh, I would say we would do one eventually. You know, I like live albums, and Live and Humble is. It's been out for a while. That was when Eric first joined the band when we did Live mm -hmm. Home. That's the first thing he yeah. plays on. Yeah. So, yeah, we might be due for another live one. Just saying. <laughs> Plenty this of live is, stuff is, on YouTube. You can't avoid that. You can't, you know. No, you can't. But the live albums that you guys do and get credit for is even better, you know? Yeah, yeah. You can so. get a nice recording and, and make it all official-like, you know? Everything. I want to thank you for giving me some time today. Um, yeah, man. Thanks for having me. We'll talk soon. All right. Take care. All right. See you, Sean. Goodbye.